Hello everybody, welcome to Boris and Big Jaw's Lofty Ideas. This is the third podcast in a series of so far three, but hopefully lots more to come. Uh, well, uh, my name is Boris and this is Big Jaw. Hello. Borida. Borida. Shumai. Shumai. Arvechog. Luke, beth ydy'n meddwl am pobl yn gogledd Cymru? Dim y gwbl. Ha! Dim byd y uh, the reason I'm speaking a different language is because in the last episode of Boris and Big Joe's Lofty Ideas, um, a lady who's close with you... Yeah. Well, well, all right, she's a sister-in-law, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I, I couldn't remember the relation. Yeah, well, I'm not going to describe her as someone who's closer with me. That's just, <laughs> that sounds a bit weird. It does, yeah. I've got lots of people who are close with me. Um, I don't. I wish I did. Uh, she, um... What's the y- young lady's name again? Philippa. Philippa, Philippa, uh just said that I don't sound Welsh. That's the first thing she said. She had a pop of that, didn't she? Yeah, she had a pop, yeah. I don't I don't sound Welsh. Um, and she's from... Uh, she's not from South Wales herself, is she? No, she's from Wales, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh! Well, we'll... Well, we'll... Uh, I thought I'd open... I'm gonna, I might open the next one in Swedish, because someone the other day said that I don't sound Swedish either. Yeah, that's true. You don't sound in the least bit Swedish. But, um... Anyway, what were you on about when you said all that stuff in Welsh? Uh, I asked you what do you think about people in North Wales, and you said you don't really know. I said at any time. I said Dimmagubble. All right, yeah, sorry, I forgot what you said. <laughs> Dimmagubble, I only know that because of the road signs, and you said no parking at any time. Dimmagubble. Aram said. Um... Araf. <laughs> that's a, that's a, an instruction that I know I th- about. I think, you're, I think you're looking for the for the word Amser in there. Oh. Amser, like... Amser is time, see. No, I was trying to say slow. Right, okay, yeah. You, you, Sorry, that, don't you? you did, did say, yeah, yeah, you did just say, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well done. I get told to slow down. Anyway, never mind. This is Lost in Translation, isn't it? Hey, not a bad name for this episode. Oh, Lost in Translation. Too cliche. Yeah. We've always got to have a clever little name, haven't we? Lionel, Garibaldi, something clever. Why don't we just go for something very dull? Like, we'll just, a serial number. <laughs> Let's Isn't do it! it? A serial number. All right. Please tweet your favourite serial number. Anyway, welcome to Boris and Big Joe's Lofty Ideas, where uh, me, Boris, and this oaf, Big Joe, sitting opposite me, sit in my loft. Boris's little loft, mm. which is basically filthy. Uh, it's covered in a wine stain that Big Joe produced on the, uh, that is the still first me. episode. There it is on the floor, when he spilt his wine all over it. Uh, and all our clobber, really. But, you know, my wife's cleared it, so it's all right. And Steve Askew's fixed the leak that was kind of there before. Thanks, Steve. Do you but, think this is going to become the sort of place where we get memories? You know, in 20 years' time, we come back here and we're very nostalgic about it. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll probably be a memory maker. I'm just. I'm also aware that our cleaner has just come in. Um, uh, I'm just going to say hello. Just going to say hello. You, say hello. you, you I'll keep talking. Yeah, yeah. That'll, be, that'll be all right. So Luke's now uh, heading down through the hatch. There. I don't know whether it's a hatch or a latch. He's now telling her we're recording a podcast, well, like a radio thing. but I don't think she but knows what that means. Um, start downstairs. So she's now being asked to nice start downstairs, downstairs to clean his... You've got a cleaner? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a cleaner. What, the old cancer thing, isn't it? Oh, the old cancer the thing. Old, the old cancer card. Yeah. Someone's... Uh... <laughs> Do you pull that all the time? I pull it all the time, yeah. Have you got the winning lottery ticket? Oh, hey, hey, at the moment, I am fighting cancer. Here you go. Three, there, seven, you go. Ten, there, three, four, it three, is. But, um, no, someone's very generously uh, helped us do that. That is generous. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have. But to be honest, she's amazing. And I don't think we'll ever be able to let her go. <laughs> she leaves our house looking like a hotel. It's incredible. <laughs> Normally, it's a trash heap. 
So how's um, how your week been? I mean, let's let's get the update first on your on your health. I think it's good to get the listeners oh, the little, concerned. You know, a cheeky little chemo update. Yeah, cup date. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> a cancer cupcake. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, that's that's revolting, isn't it? Well, you can, no, cancer... you, no, you can make jokes. A little, about a little bit of a little bit of cancer frosting on that uh, cupcake. <laughs> no, uh, the update is uh, it's been a tough week. Yeah. To be fair, been in bed quite a bit. Tough. It's not very. I don't recommend it to anybody. No. What's that, chemo or cancer? Both of them. Try and avoid both. Right. Although if you get one, then the other one is probably necessary. But <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty rubbish. But, you know, we're doing all right. And I'm doing okay today. I'm very much looking forward to this nonsense spiel that we spew out for uh, for a period of however long it spews for, really. We don't really plan or time anything. Um, but um, but yeah. the, um, the old cancer thing, when I went in for chemo... Hmm. Um, I've got a brilliant nurse who gives me chemo. Mm. Um, she's she's very very funny, and she makes me laugh, which is kind of what you need, really, isn't it? She keep, I, keeps yeah. you going. She, I, I say yeah, as funny. if I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better than being miserable, isn't it? And you know. Uh, anyway, so I'm not going to say her name for legal reasons. Mm. Um, not that she's done anything illegal, but you know, I just don't want to implicate her in any humour. Um, yes. <laughs> so anyway, she's telling me about. I'm asking about her family and all this. You know, she's telling me. Nice. And uh, she's got a nickname, which I better not say. No legal no. reasons. Hmm. But I'll t- I will tell you her husband's nickname. So she tells me her husband. He's called. Um, his nickname is either Beef or Village. Village is his nickname, right? Village. That's terrifying. Sometimes, it, sometimes it shortens to Vil, but mainly it's Village or Beef. Now I'm getting the picture that this guy is probably not. A skinny as a rake fella. Yeah. But that's it. That's his. That's his nickname. And to be fair, neither is she, right? Right. So then she gets on to. She, then she gets on to uh, her kids. We're talking about nicknames the whole time. Mm. Also, like Boris, and I told her about Boris and Big Jaw and all that, you know. So um, she, I said, "Oh, what's your? Uh, what about your son? Then has he got a nickname? Yeah. What's his nickname? Big Head. Big Head, right? Big Big Head is his nickname. So I'm like, lovely. Uh, lovely. And then she tells me he gets bullied. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe because he co- she calls him Big Ed. No. So, not just people at school. She calls Everybody calls him Big Ed. I don't think she can even remember what she named him. <laughs> She'd probably have to look it up on the certificate. Anyway, have you just spilled coffee? No, ca- carry on. No, I've got a footwork of Lionel Messi. <laughs> you very nearly spilled coffee exactly on the same spot <laughs> that you spilled wine on your, num- your number two. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so she, uh, she calls him Big Ed. Everybody calls him Big Ed. And I'm like, obviously... Presumably that's because he's got a big head. She goes, yeah, he's got a massive head. You've, you've not you've not seen a head. He's like 15, 16. This like, no. And she goes, the other the other day, he comes home from school and he says to me, Mum, you're never going to guess what. This is brilliant. I've got biggest earlobes in school. <laughs> <laughs> and he was made up. He said, yeah, I've got biggest lobes, Mum. Nobody in the whole of school, including teachers, has bigger lobes than me. <laughs> anyway... So then we get onto the daughter and we say, what's she called? Her nickname is Big Ed's sister. Everybody calls her Big Ed's sister. They're not that creative of her family, I'll no, be no, honest. No. Beef, Big Ed and Big Ed's sister. So all, go, all go into the village for lunch. All go into the village, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was because maybe it was the size of a village. But it turns out it's just because in the football team they call him that because he's from a village. He, he lives in a village. I'm like that is that is absolutely ridiculous. That's shoddy, isn't it? I mean, me and you like a, a nickname. Yeah, we like, we a good like nickname, coming yeah. up with a good name. We could have come up with something better than that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, 
Um, what about your week? How's it been? Anything, well, any, anything riling your... Anything cranking your train? I, I don't like the picture you're painting of me, that I am this ball of fury waiting to explode on the frivolities of life. Right, well, um, it's not really about liking that picture, it's just about an accurate description, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's not like a picture even, it's a photograph. It's a photograph of your character. It's just boiling anger. They do call you the character photographer. Yeah, they do. I've taken a snapshot and everyone's gone, oh. He's in, he's in a right rage. I am not in a rage. I don't even know what that means. I'm rage, a, a ra- like a rage. A rage. I get it. We pronounce the age in Wales. <laughs> yeah. Um, I no. I'm a I'm a calm, placid. My housemate Jordan the other day said that mm. uh, I, he thinks I'm a calm guy. All oh, right. Well, that proves it then, doesn't it? Yeah. Jordan, and he's an actuary, which means he can only speak in facts. He can only say actual things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what do, they just do actual things. Well, that's a fact, yeah. yeah. That's all they do. Oh, well, sorry about that. No, there are a few things. Oh, it turns out there are a few things. That are why <laughs> I'm not angry about anything, but I tell you what, I am angry about this. There's a few things. Um, so, I went home the other day, uh, me and my, my girlfriend Edith walked in through the back door, and um, th- there was a smell in the house. Yeah. Well, you've talked about this before, your, your uh, utility room. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it, was, it. Like drag Edith through a bad memory. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, the, but this time the smell wasn't just sort of a, a twinge. This was an absolute steam train of an odor. Right. Yeah. And um, it attacked you like a flannel. It, yeah, it was. It, it came it, at it was me. Forwardly active. Well, it was. It was on the front foot. Yeah. And which put me on the back foot straight away. Yeah, but it did. <laughs> and I walked in. One thing leads to another, doesn't it? It does. It what goes wrong comes round. And um, Edith and I. I've started saying that, Edith and I, instead of me and Edith. Have you? Well, that's correct. Correct English. I'm trying to impress the, the Tories, you know. Mm. Yeah, I know you always are. That's your aim in life, isn't oh, it? That's all I want to do, yeah. yeah. Um, and we walked through the kitchen, and, and then she opened one of the, the cupboards, and she said, this is, uh, it smells like gas in you. Mm. That's not good. And then Jordan came down, and Jordan, the actuary, and said, oh, yeah. uh, this actually smells like gas, he said. Yeah. I said, I bet it does. So it does now. It's just fact. So I phoned the gas man. Yeah, and, well, that's a logical thing to do. Yeah, but as we were sitting there for the hour emergency time, they allow themselves to come, which is a great, great response time, less than an hour. Yeah, you, you had a fag? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> to kill the time. Yeah, just thought and, and the street. Yeah, that's right. He's, uh, she, Edith goes, I hope it's not just the drains in the utility room. Mm. I said, well, you said it was gas. She said, I've got bad memories of those. Yeah, really bad memories. Yeah. And I said, well, you said, you said, it was, you said it was gas. You said it was giving you a headache. And then she said, no, I think it's you that's giving me the headache now. <laughs> I said, no, no, you said it was headache. Jordan, you also said it was gas. Jordan went, it could be the drains. I mean, no, you're an actuary. You can only speak in facts. Oh, yeah. You can't say two facts that are contradictory to each other. You can't do that. He went, well, maybe it is the drains. Yeah. Brilliant. Guy walks in. Literally, right, five seconds walking in the house. This is the drains, mate. Ah. He's nailed it. He's nailed it. So the next day, I spent four hours in my drains. Did you? Up to my neck. How, deep, are they, how deep are your drains? How deep is your love? Uh, very deep. <laughs> Quick answer. Yeah. Well, I was is it, putting I my mean, arm in. My love is probably deeper than your drains, though. It prob- much, much deeper. When you think about, you know, all the people I've got fond memories of mm. and affection towards, yeah, probably deeper than your drains. Well, my drain only Not goes... Not that it's a competition, but your but drains do what? My drains are less deep than your love. Right. <laughs> However... This is becoming very strange. Yeah, but in uh, feet, how deep are they? Um, well, I put my, ar- my whole arm down and he came up to my top of my shoulder. Yeah, so that's deep, in it? A couple of feet, in it? Yeah. So I was, I, was, I was in there and I, w- I was vomiting. Did you vomit? Mm. So you contributed to the 
I couldn't. I didn't have a choice. It was the worst. Maybe, maybe it, the drains have never been bad. But someone once investigated down there just out of interest and vomited, <laughs> and then a series of people of then. A volley of people, one after the other, have thought, hang on a minute, there's a bit of a smell, I'm going to have a look down there. And it was just the original chunder of the first bloke. <laughs> but That's like a really bad plot to a horror film. Yeah, but it's just one on top of the other. But by the time you've got there, it's two foot of vomit. Layer. Down. Layer cake. It is, yeah. And you've just added a bit more onto it. But this time you didn't leave it there. No, what did I, you do? I got a pint glass. Not for my vomit. My vomit went into a bucket. Because I brought a bucket out. And right. I was, with a pint glass, emptying this drain and pouring it in the bucket. Wait a second. You've got a pint glass. You vomited into a bucket. Mm. And then you got a pint glass to empty the drain. Yeah. Why didn't you use the bucket to empty the drain? Because the drain's too narrow. Oh, it's too narrow. You can only get a pint glass down That's all I could do is get a pint glass. Was it revolting? It was the... Honestly, now, it was the worst thing I've ever done. Was it? Did you sick more than once? Yeah, twice. And and then a a, a sort of phantom sick. And when you... What did you do with it? Just pour it down the drain? I pour it down the drain, but in the street. Okay. Someone else's problem then, isn't it? Well, it's the council. Yeah. They've got bigger drains. That's it. And that's, I th- that's your attitude to responsibility, isn't it? Absolutely. But I would argue that the, council, the council's drain is deeper than your love. Because that's a very deep drain. Well. I mean, come on, it goes all over the city, Luke. Come on. Yeah, my love goes all over the world. <laughs> oh, 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 get the cheese out. <laughs> but the other, the other thing that has annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I was walking on the river the other day. Not yeah. on, not on the river. No, you're not like Jesus. No, <laughs> Just no, no. Taking a cheeky stroll down the ooze. I don't want to. Yeah, if I was going to copy any of his miracles, it probably wouldn't be the one walking in the water. Why not? Well, because I'd be brilliant. Yeah, but I don't think I'd be able to do it. I think I could wangle a resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could wangle one? Well, you know, David Blaine, that I could probably sort the pulse rate out and then come back the third day. Right. You but know, walking know. on water, a bit too hard. A bit too hard for me. So anyway, you walk, you'd, you'd, walk, you'd opted for the path. I walked on beside the river, and a, a little boy came on to me, I had my headphones in, and he motioned to me for me to take my headphones out. Okay. So I took my headphones out, and I said, what? Because he, he looked a bit aggressive, so I thought, I'll meet him. How old was he? Well, I, I found out later. But I said to him, what do you want? And he went, go get me cigarettes, mate. <laughs> I went, excuse me? Go get me some cigarettes, mate. Uh, didn't even say please. No, no, you ordered me. It wasn't a question, it was a demand. Mm. So I turned to him and I said, as a police officer in the Yorkshire Constabulary, I would advise that your next words are very, very thought out. You told him you were a police officer? Yeah, lied to him. And, uh, well, that's, that's very upward, uh, you know, of you. I think I, that's very admirable. Well, I, I know, but the worst thing was... Nothing was, wrong with lying to <laughs> someone. It was an intentional lie. Okay. So you meant to lie. Yeah, I meant to. <laughs> oh, I see. So, so exactly. I think I think um, most most religions would teach the the morality of just if you're going to lie, just really go for it. Do yeah. it on purpose. Don't, don't accidentally lie. I, I think if you're going to go for it, reach for the stars. Yeah. Okay. So you've gone for it. You've told him you're a police officer. And then I said to him, "So the first question I want to ask you, young lad, how old are you?" And he started crying. And he said, oh. "I'm only 10. Did and he? I said, "Well." My advice, how did you feel then when well, you cried? I I stayed in character. Did you? Yeah, I did a degree in theatre, didn't I? So years ago, so I I couldn't really go for it. So I said to him, "Oh yeah." Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay you off with a warning, and uh, I want you to tell me you're never going to purchase cigarettes illegally or until you, you're at, of the right age. But I'd forgotten how old you got to be to buy cigarettes. Is it 16 or is it 18? You've forgotten. I'd forgotten. Well, it changed at some point, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I just said, so of the right age, as uh, if he knew more than me. Yeah. Anyway, he turned, he went, I won't do it again. Yeah. I went, 
Okay, and he thought, I bet he will. Well, I don't know. He was re- very shaky. Do you think rapper. maybe you transformed him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, there is a debate on Facebook now. Some people are going, can't believe you impersonated a police officer. What's that about? Why can't you impersonate a police officer? Well, it's illegal, isn't it? Why is it illegal? Because uh, anyone could just go around being a copper. No, what? Yeah, but no, but in the right situation. What do you mean in the right situation? What if you're on an aeroplane and terrorists get on there? And, and you just say, I, I'm a police officer? Yeah. Well, how do you know they were terrorists? He's got a gun in his hand. Oh, he's, act- he's acting as a terrorist. He's not just an undercover terrorist. No, he's a terrorist. He's, he's a proper terrorist. And he's got a gun. And you, and you, and you pretend to be a police officer. And yeah. You, and maybe that's all right, then? Is that, is, is that your point? Yeah, because then he'll, he'll take you more seriously, won't he? So in that situation, you'd probably save thousands of lives. Exactly right. But still, these people on Facebook will be going, Ah, yeah. oh, it's unethical, mate. Yeah, but we're talking about a little boy by the river. Yeah, but he won't be buying cigarettes again, will he? I scared I the crap into him. I think he will. I'm going th- to find out who he is, and I'm going to monitor his life and prove you wrong. To be honest, I think you've probably pushed him in the wrong direction. What? What do I, you mean? I think I think uh, you've made him hate police officers, and that wasn't their fault. Police officers probably would have been really nice. Nothing wrong with a bit of fear. Yeah. <laughs> said, <laughs> said, said the devil. Nothing wrong with a bit of fear. I love a little bit of fear. Nothing wrong with being afraid sometimes. Yeah, in the appropriate point of life. But look, what, what's annoyed you really about this? Why, why, why don't you well, just go, well, people are entitled to their opinions. What's annoyed me is that people love to get on the back of someone. So I think I've done a good deed. I think I've, 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 I've changed a young lad not to approach people and buy illegal cigarettes. But no, 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 people on Facebook are going, I can't believe you did that. Someone said, what you've done is more immoral than what the kid has done. That's a ridiculous concept. I haven't broken the law. Well, I have broken the law. No, I've broken the law. He hasn't broken the law, has he? No, has he's it? just asked somebody for cigarettes. It's not legal to ask for cigarettes. So you're the only one who's actually legally in the wrong. How do you feel about that? The law is an ass sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I, I think... Well, I can't really rant about that. I think I'm in the wrong, and I? Oh, that's a very rare occasion. He's actually come round. I'm only saying that because my dad's a copper. Well, then you must know how to impersonate a copper pretty well. Oh, I'm very good at impersonating a police officer. Maybe you should be able to impersonate a police officer if you can do a really good impression of a police officer. So, yes. Now, that should be the bylaw. That should be the bylaw. So, you're not allowed to impersonate a police officer unless it's a belter of an impression. Unless you've got some character research. So, An- Alison McGowan, Rory Bremner, happy days. And Alex Wilmot. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. And Alex Wilmot, because his dad's a police officer. That's right. And he's quite high up in the police force. Is he? Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's a good guy. What does that make it you any better at impersonating? I him? think so. Yeah, I think so. You have to walk with your shoulders back. I know that. Yeah, shoulders back. He's six for four though, so he's he's got the edge on me. Yeah, by about six inches. Yeah, there's not many on edges on you. No, no there's not. I'm more off your jaw. I know it's getting squarer by the day. So yeah, I can't really rant. I feel a bit. I don't know. I feel a bit out of the loop. Well, you're going to have to monitor this little ten-year-old and see whether he's all right or not. He'll be all right. If, you, if you've re- ruined his life because of your impersonation, how do you feel about that? I haven't ruined anyone's anyway, listen, life. Listen, what about other police officers that are in the news at the moment? Oh, Oscar Pistorius. I mean, he's not a police officer. Roses are red. Violets are glorious. Never creep up on Oscar Pistorius. That's what I've heard. If anyone complains about my unethical behaviour of impersonating a police officer and not pulling up what Luke's poem that he's just read out <laughs> then I'm, gar- I'm not going to do this podcast again because you're just picking on me people are picking on me but no one picks on Luke 
I know he's I know he's struggling at the moment health wise, but he's just said roses are red, <laughs> violets are glorious. Never creep up on Oscar Pistorius. That's a good bit of advice. It's not just a poem. That's a that's a healthy bit of advice. <laughs> the fact that you rhyme it makes it a little bit, I think, grey area. Yeah, but what 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 about this police officer though? Now that they're talking about. I can't believe... No, we don't know the South African law systems like you're not an expert. I'm not an expert. No, that's true. You're not even an expert on a British law, so... Yeah. Right, media law, I'm quite good at it, actually. All right, OK. Former journalist and all. Anyway. Anyway, um, no clandestine devices in court. <laughs> different different in South, South Africa. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I can't believe it. So, let me get it right. This guy, Wother, is that his name? Wother. I think Pro- it's... Probably. Wother. I thought it was Bother. Wother. Yeah, all right, then you go with your one. It sounds more... <laughs> Realistic. Wather. <laughs> He's, um, he, he didn't notify the judge that he too is being charged with seven counts of murder, no less, for shooting up a minibus. He didn't tell them? Mm, didn't I think that was relevant. Yeah, I think if I was going to have a go at someone and say, look, mate, you, you've definitely murdered someone, like you've, re- you've shot someone in four times, you've definitely murdered someone, I wouldn't want them to pull out the top trump and say, but you've also been accused of, of, of seven counts of murder. Yeah. Because then you've lost. So, uh, does that mean that the case is going to fold? Well, interesting. He looks like he is, as we sit here today on a Friday, he's going to be, Botha, is going to be removed <laughs> from council uh, as, as, in, as investigation officer, lead officer, I well, think. That sounds fair enough, doesn't it? They should get rid of that bloke. Bring, bring Can't really in. rely on that. No, if, if, you're gonna, if you're not going to own up to that, you know, even if you haven't been found guilty, you've got to say... Some people think I've been charged with, you know, I'm yeah. guilty of seven counts of murder. But, you know, um, let's say, we don't know whether Oscar Pistorius is definitely guilty or not. We, we don't, don't know. We can't say that. We can't, Boris and Big John don't have the right to judge on that. That's right. Um, but if he'd have run in the bathroom and stabbed her with a knife, mm. thereby being double blade runner, that would have been... That would have been a bit like... <laughs> I don't know what I would have done with that. We're going to get sued for that. Are we? Double Blade Runner. If he'd have run in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it could have happened. Everything you say about Oscar story so far has been a sort of dark, pun-based, twisty joke. Yeah. But this is what I, I, I don't understand. Is it one the of case. the things you like about me, though? Yeah, that you're a dark, twisty pun man. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you're lying next to your missus, and... I'm not. I know, <laughs> I know you know, you're sitting opposite me in a yeah. loft. Yeah, that's true. Um, you're lying next to your missus, and you think someone's broken into the house and he's in your bathroom, right? Mm. I think... No, no I, I, don't ha- I don't lie next to my missus. Um, I, I, I don't share a house with my missus. N- indeed, I don't do anything with her. <laughs> uh, but I think the first thing you check is, is your missus all right? Is she all right? So you'd, like, you'd, look, you'd, look, you'd turn your head, have a little turn, or she's, she's not in the bed. I'd see she wasn't in the bed, and I'm just speculating you. I've yeah. never been in this situation. Yeah, you've never been there. I would speculate, I would suggest that the first thing would be, maybe she's in the bathroom. Mm. Yeah. And you would think that was pretty uh, pretty much a, a conclusion that he might reach, yeah. He, he took a different approach. Yeah, yeah, he thought, I don't know where she is, <laughs> but just in case, I'm going to gun the house down. <laughs> yeah. But also, if it was a burglar, what would he be doing in the bathroom? Exactly he right. be robbing the house and then just thought, hang on a second, I'm caught short here, I've properly got to curl well, one out. I've got... And it was an ensuite, wasn't it? Yeah. So he would have had to cre- creep into... I presume it's a big house, and there must have been another John that he could have used and if it was a burglar. Here's a question. 
Why would you? Maybe why? he's got re- maybe he's got really expensive toiletries. Like maybe <laughs> maybe maybe molten brown or something like that. Yeah, that's they, proper expensive. They are the good ones. Molten brown. Yeah. Why? Why would expensive you? toiletries? Always two names. Have you, ever, have you noticed that? Always two names. Molten brown or something and something. You something can't think of another one, can you? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I've seen them. There is two yeah. names to submit. We need evidence in this court case. Whereas you know, for me, it's just Tesco. For me, it's just nothing. <laughs> Isn't it? You just that, don't use, no, don't no, use no, any the, toiletries at all. That's the brand name, nothing. Nothing. Um, Does anything come out when you squeeze it? Are we still talking about toiletries? <laughs> uh, here's a question about the Oscar for Story stuff. The door was locked. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, to the bathroom? Yeah. Well, I locked, the, I locked the door. Why did the burglar? I don't understand. Maybe he didn't want anyone walking in. I don't think that's the... He's just oh, I'm going to say it wasn't a burglar. Well, well, that's it. So you'd think the door is locked. I don't think the burglar would have locked the door. That's the first thing I think. No, the second thing I think. The third thing, why would a burglar rob the house of a man who's definitely going to catch him? He, he's very fast. Oh, that's true, yeah. I mean, he's going to catch you. Yeah, he would have pinged after him like a cheetah. He would have. He would have haired after him up the street. I mean, that guy can run. Yeah, he can. He can move. I, I, I don't know. These are the questions I'd be asking. Yeah, and, and I think, to be fair, Alex, the court case would be quite interesting if you were the... Uh, well, prosecuting let's face the facts. Counsel. Am I charged currently with seven counts of murder? Uh, as far as I know, no. Put the only thing then. you might be charged with is impersonating a police officer, <laughs> which, which might also count against you. No proof, though. Ah, oh, this has been recorded. So this is the proof, isn't it? Yes, yeah, the proof, yeah. You've admitted to it. Wait a minute, can I get done for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can get done, yeah. We could, we could anyone, in fact, listening to Boris and Big Jaw could submit this to the police and say apparently this guy called Big Jaw impersonated a police officer hound him into court yeah but the truth is I say many crazy things how do they know that it's true uh, they'd have to ask you more questions oh, would, no. you just, would you just say no no it's not true no, well, a little 10 year old boy might, might they might find him they yeah. might find him crying his little face into his own shins <laughs> and uh, they might find him still in the same place he's not moved yeah he was just absolutely shuddered with fear, but then you said it's a little good thing. I'd look at the jury, yeah, because it's gone to Crown Court, obviously. It's gone to Crown Court, yeah. And I'd say, yeah, f- put me at fault for this short stop in time, this temporary crime. Put me at fault. Ask me in sixty years' time, how are the boys' lungs? How are the boys' lungs? Yeah, very clean, very clean because of that moment of fear. Yeah, and they look at you with your oblong face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And your little eyes, your nice wee eyes. beady eyes. Have you got nice eyes? Blue eyes, look at them. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's a massive tongue that could almost reach right up to the eye. Not in my eyes. Is that I... how you clean your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> You're actually just like a lizard. Clean yeah. your own eyes with your actual tongue. Yeah, I do that. People call me the eye tongue clean man. Do they? No. All right. Um, people call you a lot of things, don't they? They do. What about, um, should we get our regular little TV shotgun out? Please. Um... What about you? It's a regular moment, isn't it, on the Boris and Big George Lofty Ideas? When me and Luke watch TV, we, albeit we don't watch it together... Um, I never watch television with Big George. No, but individually in our own homes, yeah. there are some characters on TV, whether they are actors or whether they are presenters or musicians or whatever, that we, we'd we actually like to shoot with a shotgun. Want rid of them. Yeah, but not, not like Oscar Pistorius style where you actually shoot someone. No, no, no. No, so that, oh yeah, that's a little bit. It's a little bit controversial, isn't it? It's, yeah, this is this is. It's a hypothetical gun. But then again, people are shooting people all the time, so there's no reason why it should be hypothetical. Why why it should be you know really uh, uh, yeah taboo taboo this week. No, that's right. People do people 
would have been killed today by a gun somewhere in the world. Yeah. So we can. So it's is as inappropriate today as it ever is. Absolutely right. But at least it's a made-up gun. Yeah. So do you want me to go first with the why? Yeah. Think? Pick your imaginary uh, shooter. It's really hard now because we're doing this feature. When I watch TV, I do think. Yeah, a TV shotgun. And yeah. I started to do the motion as well. Have you started to shoot people? Yeah, it was my invisible gun. Yeah. Sounds a bit wrong, but... This it's, it's, it's an impersonating a murderer. Imper- <laughs> like you impersonate policemen. Yeah. You also arrest yourself having shot someone. Well, the truth is, I've already arrested myself for impersonating a policeman, so I don't need to be arrested. Okay. So if there's a police officer listening, I've already gone through the, the right You impersonated that police officer. And I've arrested, and arrested myself. myself. Yeah, and okay. I've impersonated the magistrate. Oh. And I've given myself a warning. So you're okay. I'm, so, guys, you don't have to worry. I've, it's, I've dealt it's with it. already dealt with it. He's done the sentence and everything. I was, okay. wa- I was watching the Brit Awards. All right. And was it any good? Uh, no, it was dreadful. Was it? Yeah. And I, uh, um, James... Time well spent then. Yeah, it was, it was an awful hour and a half of my life. James Corden came on to the yeah. TV... And he's a sort of guy, very much like Omid Jilalele. Oh, yeah. You didn't like him, did you? I, no. Well, sadly for everybody else, n- no one will ever get to see him again because you've already... Uh... I've already exterminated him. Yeah, you have. Um, the problem is, is I want to laugh. I, I, I really want to be on side. I want to be on ball. So I'm building myself up to laugh, but he's just not funny. And I find with James Corden, and this is going to be controversial. Yeah, people love him. People love him. I don't love him. Don't you? No. It's like, it's like shooting Pudsy Bear, shooting him. And everyone loves him. But I'm not going to shoot him. See, see. so he's not my TV shotgun this week. He was going to be the TV shotgun. But a couple of minutes later, a young man called Nick Grimshaw walks on stage. He is a worse person, isn't he? He is a very poor radio presenter. And so I, sh- I shot, James, I sh- I shot uh, Nick Grimshaw. So James Corden lives to tell the tale, lives to see another day. That's right, he does. Because Nick Grimshaw appeared. Yeah. I Nick Grimshaw him, but... took over from Chris Moyles, didn't he? Yeah, I have no idea why anybody made that choice. It's a bad choice. He's an annoying man. I mean, Chris Moyles had his faults, but he was a very good presenter. He was a very good presenter, yeah. We all have our faults, don't we? But I don't have many faults. So yeah, don't you? Well, maybe you should, having exterminated Nick Grimshaw, maybe you should take over on BBC uh, Radio 1, Radio Breakfast 1. Show. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Radio 1 Breakfast Show. A little bit of banter come in. How do you feel? Yeah, I think you'd be, uh, you'd be fine. I don't think you'd annoy anyone. <laughs> I think with, with your character, you'd, you'd just be silky smooth and everyone would just go, well, this guy's just the finest person ever. Six o'clock in the morning, me. Oh. I, I don't even like that idea. No, I don't. Forget that. We need someone else to do it. But anyway, point is, Nick, Nick Grimshaw, you've got rid of him. Do you want to get rid of him now? Then? Hold on, yeah. Hey, Nick, all right, mate, yeah, just want to step, step, to the, step to the side. Cheers, mate. Yeah. No, no, this one. No, it's no bullets in it. Boosh! Got the last thing gone. So he no even no complaints or anything Nothing. from him or or his entourage. <laughs> <laughs> they all thought, finally, finally. We'll what get, about you? What about you then? We'll get a chance to. What about you? Present ourselves. Um, <laughs> uh, for, for me, it's an easy one this time. Oh yeah. Uh, I did. I did have a, when I was having a little think about it just now. I was thinking, maybe. I mean, it's difficult. See, if you pick an American, quite a lot of Americans are annoying. Mm, a lot. Uh, of Americans them are. are probably more annoying than not. I'd say. Is that because there's more of them? How can that change probability? Because there's more fools to pick from. <laughs> yeah, but still the same percentages, isn't it? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. I think, but I think yeah. well, on average, Americans are more annoying than they're not. I do struggle I, with... I've met some good ones. I've met some great ones, but and I do know a couple listening to this. So I will say, 
those guys in North Carolina and Texas and and Houston in Texas especially absolutely brilliant yeah you like the, like the ones that listen to Boris and Big John yeah, and, and that's probably quite a good test of whether an American is annoying or not yeah that's true yeah okay yeah yeah. if you're listening and you're American you're fine you're not annoying yeah that's a good test yeah. anyway uh, so but I sort of thought this is kind of easy pickings really if, mm. I, was to, if I was to get me uh, TV Fish- shotgun out for an American yeah, yeah fishing with dynamite yeah yeah exactly yeah Anyway, so I thought, uh, I've got to push myself a bit harder here, and I thought, I've got it. For me, the most imo- annoying person that I can think of at the moment, I would I would love to get rid of, mm. is Lorraine Kelly. Lorraine Kelly, oh yeah. my goodness, with her crazy accent, hello. That's not really her accent, is it? It uh, can't be. Well, welcome to <laughs> the morning, and... <laughs> Oh. Welcome to the morning. Oh, I can't stand her. Yeah. So, and today on today's show, we've got a man who has a bicycle for a face, and we've got uh, the terrible tragedy that that must have been. And we've got we're chatting to his uncle, uh, who himself actually has a sprocket as a hand. But oh, it's just all these kind of life stories. It must have been. <laughs> It must have been terrible when you realised. And how is that for you? Oh, go away! Where are you digging these people? I think oh. she makes people weird. And then gets them on the show. I think as soon as you sit in front of her, you become weird. You become weird. So I, I was sitting there with a circle of head when yeah. I first met her. I came out with four corners. <laughs> it is. She, she chiselled you off. Lorraine, my head is square. Oh. I know! And also, what's really bad is, because I've got little uh, little kids... And uh, they watch this program called Rara, which is like you know in the jungle and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Lion and monkey and all that. Mm. You know, different characters. And it's narrated by Lorraine. Oh, oh no. it's bad enough anyway with the little characters. But then she goes, "Hello, Rara. How are you doing? How's your day going? Oh, well done. You've been nice to your friends. <laughs> no, you haven't, Rara. You've been boring. You should have got on with life. <laughs> One of the characters. You is, should have eaten someone. Oh, you should have done. Yeah, you're a lion. Get on with it. Stop." <laughs> Stop trying to be nice to everyone and let everybody play with your toys. No, get on with it. <laughs> Enjoy your life. You're the king of the jungle. Do whatever you like. <laughs> oh, oh. Kelly's little world of fairness where all the animals stroke each other. Oh. <laughs> She's a horrendous you, character. I tell you what, you, I, think, I think in this episode, I mean, our followers can tweet whether they agree or not. You, have, you are harbouring more anger today than me. Well, with regards to Lorraine Kelly, it's worth bringing out all the anger you can muster, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. A sprocket for I a hand! If, if I saw her, I'd, I'd tackle her. I'd, go, I'd try and finish her off. I would. <laughs> I'd rugby tackle her. I'd, just, I'd be filled with so much rage at a little wee Scottish face, and I'd just I'd attack her. There's a lot of Scottish listeners, and they, they are not going to be happy. She's like yeah, a prime minister, there. No, she's not. They love her. She like Oprah Winfrey in America. That's right, they absolutely TV, love her. TV presenters. You can't, Lorraine Kelly, you can't have a bad word. In Glasgow, in Glasgow, people have tattoos of her face on their face. <laughs> oh you, my goodness. You'd be on a shooting spree if you walked on the streets of Glasgow. I wouldn't know which one to aim at. Maybe, <laughs> it's because she knows she's annoying. She's, she's a conspiracy. She's like, wants to get everyone tattooed as her. Yeah. In case someone tries to attack her. It's definitely her fault that people are tattooing her face onto their face. She is. So are you going to get rid of her? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yes. Finished. Lorraine, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I do also find her very annoying. I also found her very annoying when she was around and before you exterminated her. Um, the late Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just on her grave. You'll just be, hello. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> 
Oh. Ooh, I hope you have an annoying time whilst you look at this gravestone. <laughs> but I, yeah, I see your point. No, I can't really dispute that. She is very frustrating. Well, so how are you going to grind out the next few days of your life then? I um, on this sorrow pitiful earth that we live on. <laughs> oh, flipping heck! Uh, I am going to. Um, what have I got going? I'm meeting Dean Gray today. Oh yeah, and we're both friends with Dean Gray. Let me just ex- explain. Dino, he's um, the size of a mountain, but yeah. in a good way. There's no fat on him. No, he's just he is big. He's bigger than uh, three people. Yeah, I wouldn't fight him. No. Uh, meeting him for a, a coffee, um, and I've got a football game tomorrow. I'm a local football manager, which oh, we'll yeah. explore in the, in the next few episodes. But yeah. uh, recently taken over an adult team. An adult uh, team. Mm, yeah. I, the, the, that team of uh, of young ten-year-olds kicked you out because you were being too mean <laughs> to them about yeah. smoking. Yeah, that's right. Stop smoking on the pitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got a game on Saturday away in Leeds. Um, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Uh, hope we win that we'll probably win they're not very good this team are playing well I hope you, you better win now otherwise uh, it'd be embarrassing isn't it? it is embarrassing for the next episode what about you then what's well, the I'm, off, few days? I'm off to the uh, the very border of Wales mm. every now and again I might tiptoe inside it just in case yeah I went for a, it's where my in-laws live hmm. and uh, I went for a run once when I was uh, training for a half marathon and uh, my father-in-law told me I'd run in three counties on one run wow but it was only a short run because they live right on the boundary. Right on the boundary. Ellesmere, uh, is it? Ellesmere, yeah. Ells- Not Ellesmere Port. No, no, no. Ellesmere. Ellesmere. Is that near the Wirral? No, Ellesmere Port's near the Mirral. The, oh. the Mirral? The Mirral? Yeah, yeah near the Mirral. I've been there as well, Norwich, yeah. yeah. Um, is the Wirral any good? It is beautiful. Is it? Is it? Do they have squirrels in the Wirral? Yes. Do they have Wirral squirrels? They will have Wirral squirrels, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not void of squirrels. No, it must do. I can. Gu- I've never seen one. You can't. Guarantee. You can't go in there. You can't go in there, squirrel friend. T- they kill them. <laughs> yeah. They nail them. Never enter the wirral if you're a squirrel. It's good advice, I think, isn't it? Never go to somewhere that rhymes with you. No, that's right. So I'll never be able to go into the place called Billpot. Yeah. No, never go there. I'll never go to Billpot or Tig Tigpaw. Big Joe. Big Joe. <laughs> Just work with me. Eh? Digport. Digport. Never go to Digport. You should never hang around with Chuck Norris. That's true. Uh, That's probably good advice for anyone, though. Yeah, it's good, good advice. Yeah, Chuck Norris, angry man. Like you. I'm not an angry man. Anyway. Listen, uh, that's probably it for today, isn't it? Yeah. We've probably wound people up enough. We've bored them enough. What I like about this podcast, by the way, some people have said to me, first episode was really good, second episode tailed off a bit. I couldn't give a toss. Yeah, Honestly, I, I don't care. This is me. This is me and Big Joe talking. Whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, if it, people were like, wasn't as funny as wasn't, wasn't as funny. You should work on a humor. We're not working on a humor. We're not trying to be professional <laughs> Boris and Big Joe podcast. This is just us talking nonsense. Calm down, everyone. Absolutely right. If you don't want to listen, I am not going to be standing in your living room naked, holding my TV shotgun, forcing you to listen to the podcast. That's true. But if you do listen to it and you like it, tell you what would be a favour. Uh, do us a favour and rate us on iTunes. Rate, rate us. us. Give us a little five out of five if you can. Yeah. Give us a little review. A little review. Get your name in print on yes. the internet. Give us a little review and tweet us at Biris and Bogjaw. Biris and Bogjaw. Yeah. If you tweet Biris and Bogjaw, you'll probably just find that lands into the void of nothing. Yeah, it will. Yeah. It'll never happen. Yeah, tweet us at Boris and Big Joe. That, that will bear more fruit. Do that. <laughs> and we will retweet you. Imagine, we'll, imagine that. And also, we'll talk about people. So Steve Bowser's now. He's seen more business in his in his trade. He's That's a, a hat trick, isn't it? 
Yeah, for him, three right. in a row, three in a row. He and he loves the fact that we're we're talking about him, and he's a good, he's a very good builder. He's not just a builder; he's a carpenter. You know, he's a he's everything, but he's very good with with wood. Good with wood. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> I think we should draw this to a to a close with uh, the sound of. You've got to pick a sound to I, end on. Okay, what about my impression of Free Willy? Oh, I love that. The way so they paint the picture. Mm. So little Danny is uh, the character in Free Willy. And he's, he's not called Danny. What's he called? Uh, Jesse. Same he is th- though, isn't he? Same thing. I've got it right. I pulled that one out of the bag. Well done. Very strange that you remember this film so yeah. so well. Uh, so little Jesse is uh, is standing on a rock, and all. All Free Willy has got. I mean, he's not. His name is Willy, not Free Willy. All Willy the Whale has yeah. got to do. Currently, unfree Willy. Oh, yeah, unfree Willy. Um, incarcerated Willy. <laughs> Bound Willy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Billy. If, no. Uh, so Willy, all he's got to do is jump over this little bit of net thing for freedom. He could swim over it. You know, it's just a little net in the water. Yeah. But he decides to go the hard way to jump over the rock. Yeah. Which which uh, Jesse's standing on. He's standing on, which is making it a human being harder for him to jump. Yeah, if, if he wasn't there, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, uh, about four foot easier. Absolutely, and I think in the documentary version, if there was one, the boy would have not lived because the whale would have just gone straight through him, yeah. like, a, like a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so, so the whale is just getting ready, and uh, here we go. It's uh, one of the. Uh, I'll, I'll do Jesse first. Uh, go, Willie, go. That's a good impression. Jump the wall, Willie. The rock I'm standing on that I shouldn't be standing on. And with this next sound effect, we will end the podcast.